Welcome to the Eye of Terror. Welcome to episode 17 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I am George. And I am Alec. And we play 40K. So, uh, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty. We lost about the first two minutes of the opening when we recorded it actually last week. Yes. So, we're re-recording it. We're not using our full fancy mixer setup. We're just using it doing a, doing our portable recorder. But we do have some, some updates. Yes, we do. So, um, we got a chance to actually go play a game over at Next Gen Games today. Yep. Wonderful. So, we're not going to do a full battle report. We'll do our battle report later on. Yeah, we're going to do a different one. Yeah. Right now, we're just going to do a mini talk about, like, just a small yeah. talk about a game. We went over Next Gen. Yep. Had a great game. Yes. It was the Iron, Iron Hands, Hands with Colt Mechanicus allies. Versus those ever-loving sociopaths. The corn demon can. So really, really quick. It was a really fun game. Really fun game. I took a lot of dreadnoughts and assault cannons. <laughs> I, I took for the first time bloodthirster of incensed rage. That's the uh, D thirster. Okay, so the quick summary of that battle report before we get into the rest of the show yeah. is: Wow, the bloodthirster hits really hard. Harder than like it. It's that's one of the hardest hitting things I've seen. Eight Ever. strength D shots in close combat. I, I wasn't able to. Um, it was flying most of the time. Yeah, so. So I wasn't able to hit it. And then you had freaking both uh, invuln saves and feel no pains. So I got him in. So I was able to get him into combat with the with your robots, I believe. Oh, yeah. I had and I had my cat, cast Castellan robots with uh, the Data Smith and the Tech Dominus. Yep. And you wiped them out in, in one, one turn. One round. One round. It was, it was just, it was over before it began, man. Yeah, I lost over 500 points worth of units in that to one, a, yeah. one assault. Dude, it's such, so good. So let's see, that did well. Uh, you did a lot of shooting, did what you usually do, and ground like most of my dudes down to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took a lot of assault cannons, uh, a lot of twin link stuff. So basically, uh, the game was pretty much in the last, and we went to six turns. In yeah. the last turn, you literally had three units left. I had three, three models left. Three, yeah, three models left. I had a, a lone berserker who had, uh, <laughs> charged a tax squad and killed four of them and was certainly, it was going to finish off the last one. I had, oh no, I had three possessed. I had three possessed. Well, I mean, by the end of it, I had one possessed. <laughs> I had three possessed who were guarding the relic. We were playing the relic. And you had a couple of, uh, juggernauts. Yeah, I had juggernauts. I had two juggernauts. You had two juggernauts, you had one possessed, and you had one berserker left. I had the majority of my iron hands on the table. I I think I had lost all my cult mechanicus allies yeah. to the bloodthirster. But apart from that, um, I had taken down the bloodthirster, I had taken down a demon prince, yep. I'd killed a whole squad of bloodletters, a whole two squads of bloodletters, almost two squads of berserkers. Yeah. I'd taken out three rhinos. Right. I mean, I pretty much wiped you. I would have gone one more turn. I would have tabled you, but you played this really smart. You yeah. held on to the relic and you freaking made all your saves. Oh, it's so good. So the game ended on turn six with one possessed holding on to the relic. I actually had taken the relic earlier on in the game yeah. 
with a with a dreadnought. And but then, then we, we realized, realized that you can't do that with no uh, with vehicles are not allowed to take, take the relic. Yeah, he's a non vehicle scoring walk. unit. Yeah, so. dreadnoughts are vehicle walkers. So. so. Uh, 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 so, was, so we sort of had to move it back to right. where its original location, or not original, but like where it was previously, and then possess swooped in. So Alec, Alex Corn Demon Kin again with just a handful of units, yeah, wins the game barely three three to two, I believe. That was three to two. Yeah, that was so many victory. I got I got two victory points for Slay the World, Slay the World First Blood. But and you weren't in you weren't in range uh, for Linebreaker. I was just out of range for Linebreaker. Uh, so a proper a proper corn demon that was victory. A, that was a mental mistake on my part. Because a proper corn demon can victory is yes. is one where there are, where the other guy has a lot of dudes and you have so few, you just manage. Right, you because that's that you because you've spilled maximum blood for the blood god. You spilled maximum blood for the blood <laughs> and god. He cares not from where it came. He, yeah, <laughs> you've achieved you've achieved both victory, right, <laughs> and uh, appeasing your god. So that's always good. Okay, it was also really fun. We got a chance to uh, to hang out with some cool people. John Hartman was there painting his yeah. awesome terrain. Arthur was playing his uh, uh, Astro Militarum against Kenny Boucher from the Long War. Was playing Bellacor in a really nasty chaos list. Yeah, I think they they played to a draw. But it was a really fun day over at Next Gen. It was the the straw was full of people and mm-hmm. everyone seemed happy and it was a lot of dice. Indeed, there so, was. Okay. With that, we are going to join the conversation that we started talking about uh, the new Imperial Renegade Night, the Imperial Night Renegade game. Yes, that was released. I, th- it's, I think it's being released this week. It so, was. An, we found out about it last week, and yeah. so our conversation about that game begins now. First off, it's a Chaos Knight versus a an Imperium Knight, a Chaos Terran Knight. Yeah. Right. And it's, uh, the, yes. And a big thing about it, of course, is the, uh, massive, massive, massive discount. Yeah. This is, uh, really GW, uh, making two nights available, a night warden and a regular night, plus a piece of terrain, the Sanctum Imperialis. Yeah. Now, normally, um, all in one box. And normally you would expect to pay about 157 bucks for the night warden and probably about 140 bucks for the uh, regular night. Yeah. And then another 30 or 40 dollars for the terrain. The whole box is 195 dollars. And I've already seen it discounted by some of the discounters out there yeah. for another 20 percent. So for around 150, cool. 150 to 195 dollars, you're going to get two nights and a piece of terrain. That's it's it's plus the rules plus. You know, whatever other stuff that comes in the box. You're right. It is like Christmas if Christmas wasn't free. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's an awesome value. If you want to play Knights, you have to get this box because yeah, it's, it's really such good. an incredible value. So the box comes with two sprues for two complete Knights and yep. then the extra sprue for the Warden. And I, it, you might be able to even put Warden parts on each of the Knights. So you might be able to turn it into two Wardens on top of it, So which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it totally allows you to interchange all the weapons on either of the knights, so you can configure them however you want. Yeah, it gives Um, a lot of it gives a lot of freedom in this box. Yeah, and it comes with transfer sheets for Chaos Knight. Mm -hmm. Oh, so that's the first, and that's that's all. So this is the the first official non Forge World way to get yourself a Chaos Chaos Knight. Knight. Yes, indeed. Uh, The latest issue of White Dwarf has got is all uh, issue one sixteen is all dedicated to the game, and it's got a great uh, paint splatter section. That tells you how to uh, paint up the knights. And just for that alone, it's kind of worth it. 
Um, otherwise, it's one big ad for the game. Yeah. But it also has got some great examples of some readers' models yeah, of some Imperial Knights, and they're gorgeous. And, and Celebration. Was, and Celebration. And I was really happy to see that there was a knight from uh, Amy Snugs in here. She's a painter that I follow on Instagram who does great, great work. And she's been featured in um, Warhammer Visions, and now she's being featured here in White Dwarf. So it's great to see her knight made this collection of awesome, cool, painted Nights, yeah, and uh, the latest issue of White Dwarf also has an extra uh, scenario for Betrayal at Calf. Yes, so, um, for those who are interested, so those pick one up, pick up a White Dwarf. It's uh, yeah. it's especially good this week. Okay, so the other uh, releases were uh, new new supplements. Yeah, yes, yeah. very exciting really for exciting. both and for armies we play. So I'm completely cool with it. Yeah, uh, the what has everyone a buzz is the Codex Supplement Angels of Death. Yeah, which is amazing and awesome. It's a softback. It's thirty three bucks. It uh, focuses on uh, each of the different chapters that are in the Space Marines Codex. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, Salamanders, White Scars, Raven Guard, uh, Iron Hands, and Imperial, uh, Imperial Yeah, Imperial Fist. Right. And so, yeah, yeah, so and it gives. It, it gives like so much content. Man. Oh yeah, so much. so cool. So first off, so good. Uh, tons of fluff in here uh, for each of the different chapters. Uh, uh, different ways to organize how the armies are organized. Uh, it's got uh, relics for each of the uh, chapters, yeah, which I thought was just awesome. Formations that apply to all the chapters, but okay. clearly some are more geared toward it's, others. Yeah, so um, it also gives. Uh, their own all the form all the uh, chapters get their own decurion style detachment yep yeah which gives um rules that are themed towards that particular chapter again awesome it gives uh warlord traits for every single um every every one of the chapters every one of the chapters gets their fantastic. own unique warlord traits and they also get for space marines also get their own exclusive Psychic disciplines. Oh, that's the, to me. That's worth it alone. Because that's awesome. Four more psychic disciplines. Only for space marines. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, you you chose wrongly when you first started playing. <sighs> yeah. So uh, the Psychana Librarius now includes um, the Librarius discipline, which yeah. ways to buff your own librarians or debuff uh, enemy librarians. Uh-huh. The Technomancy discipline. Which is all about um, powers of the machine spirit and basically buffing or debuffing um, machines and vehicles. Iron Hands finally have a reason for librarians now. <laughs> well, they've always had. Oh yeah, they, they always had. Their librarians are still the really fulmination good. discipline, which is about you know summoning lightning and sort of lightning based attacks. Yep, the lightning. Cool. And then the geokinesis discipline, which is all like sort of land based. Like I used to play uh, yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics, and oh, I, yeah. I like playing yeah, Geomancers because yeah. you can control gravity and the ground and yeah. stuff like that. And so this is sort of like that. <laughs> and it has the most hilarious, the, most, the craziest powers. It's it's, it's, it's it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's so yeah. It yeah. It's it has hilarious. a it has a power called Shifting Worldscape, which is a three uh, warp charge yeah. power. And here's I'll, I'll read it. Uh, Shifting Worldscape is a psychic power that targets a single terrain feature within 24 inches of the psyker and in their line of sight the terrain feature must be one that can be physically picked up and placed in a different location on the <laughs> battlefield move the terrain to an area of open ground anywhere on the battlefield within 24 inches of its starting position so long as it's no more than one inch away from any other model or oh other terrain features after the relocation is complete any units that have all their models on that on the piece of terrain are moved with it 
If a unit only has a portion of its models on the terrain feature, then the models that occupy the terrain piece are immediately moved off of it by their player in the same manner as a model disembarking from a vehicle, treating the edge of the terrain as an access point and ending this move wholly within six inches of the terrain and incoherency. Models moved in this way must then take a dangerous terrain test. Yeah, remember remember the uh, if anyone saw X Men Last Stand, remember when Magneto picks up the San Francisco Bridge and moves it. Yeah, that's what this is. That's that's that. That's this. That's this. <laughs> right. Huh. That's a crazy power. It's Warp Charge Three. You can move them. You literally move mountains. Yeah. Right. What do we? You can what do we move? Oh, you need some line of sight blocker. Oh, uh-huh. I I got <laughs> some right that here. Cathedral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Uh, there's another really crazy power under the fulmination discipline. The, it's called electro displacement, warp charge two. Electro displacement is a blessing that targets a single non-vehicle unit within 24 inches. Remove all models in the target unit except one. Then swap the position of the psyker with that model. Then set up all the models from the psyker's unit, if any, within six within six inches of the unit coherency of the psyker, and set up all the remaining models from the swap models unit within six inches of the unit coherency of that model. So basically, it allows you to just swap. So yeah, swap places. Swap places. So it doesn't say that it's for enemies, so you could also do it for friends. Yeah. So, so you, you can, can just basically move up some bikes or some yeah. land speeders, and then yeah. suddenly your assault terminators are whoop swapped. Yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> in the face of the uh, of the bad guys. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. If either unit was locked in combat, the displaced unit is now locked in combat with that enemy. Wow. I'm a librarian and I don't want to be in this fight. Yeah. Uh, Terminators, you know what to do. <laughs> Zap. Tap. Yeah. It's like a WWE match. You can tap out. <laughs> so that's a crazy power. Oh uh, so, I, yeah, I love the new powers. Uh, I haven't had a chance to play with them yet, but I'm definitely going to put um, put together Librarian's Conclave just specifically to play oh, with man. all of the brand new things. And I'm probably just going to play with all the new powers. Yeah, why? Only why? And with why? Iron Hands, I'm going to definitely take Technomancy, which allows me to do all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm so annoyed. The other big thing in the Angels of Death Codex is that they have have official rules for the betrayal at Kalth models. So, yeah, so they have now that. the Contemptor uh, Dreadnought, the Cataphracti uh, Terminator Terminators, and, um, and and the other unit. Um, what other units? Can, in? Uh, the Terminator Captain. Terminator Captain. Terminator Cat- Captain. Now, now all have rules uh, that apply to 40k. The crazy rule for the Cataphracti Terminator squad is that they basically get a four four up involved. Four up involved yeah. for wearing that armor. The armor looks fantastic, and you get a four pin roll, so you look stylish and long lived. Exactly, what a great combination! I know, right? Like Anna Wintour from Vanity Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, Angels of Death, it's it's great if you're if you're playing this game and you have any Space Marine armies, you it's a must get. Totally, it's a must get. Um, yeah. and it has that new book smell. Which oh I love. yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> it's probably, think, it smells like victory. I think we forgot. Mm. I think we forgot. Wait, 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 we forgot to mention it also has uh, missions. Oh, yeah, it's got Ultra of War missions. Yeah. Each of the different chapters has got its own Ultra of War mission in the back. Man, this this thing has just got chock full of yeah. cool stuff. It just, it's just jam-packed, man. Jam-packed. You got fluff, awesome pictures, uh, form, new formations, uh, relics for each of the chapters. You have also uh, uh, Warlord traits, yep. psychic powers. It's, 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 it's got it all, good. man. It's too good. Yeah, it's got it all, man. Yeah. Unlike some... 
So why don't we talk about what are we? Okay, so what you, you picked up this weekend was the Black Legion Codex Supplement. Black Legions. Okay, so um, so I, I should preface this by saying I don't know what the last Black Legion book was like. I didn't have the last Black Legion book. Right. I have this one, right. so I don't know if they've improved or made it worse. So I'm just going to be judging it at face value. Well, it has. It's okay. I'm going to be honest. It feels kind of like a jip in comparison to Angels of Death. Yeah, I mean, it has some neat things. I mean, it has. All right, so the, let's start with the stuff you liked about the, it. The like, stuff I liked. What do you, what do you like about? The I like. I like all the fluff. Vision. The fluff's neat. Yeah, it goes more into detail on the Black Crusades. If you didn't already know the story of the Black Legion, it goes into there how they became a thing. Um, it talks about uh, the thirteenth Black Crusade. I'll talk about some of the intricacies of Black Legion. So fluff's all nice. Um, it has some alright pictures. Nothing I haven't like seen before. No no um paint jobs I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. So that's eh. It has a new uh chaos artifacts, which are pretty good. Not great, pretty good though. Anything stand out? Probably the new demon weapon, the spine shiver blade. Uh-huh. Which is a AP three demon weapon which gives the user uh plus one initiative in close combat. Demon weapon giving plus D6 uh, attacks. Yeah. Yeah. It also has uh, new warlord traits, kind of. It's strange because I noticed that it actually is taking one of the warlord traits from the um, from the actual original Chaos Space Marine book. Okay. The Black Crusader one. But other than that, the rest of the warlord traits are... And it's it's nice. It's, it's like you, you can get a chance for it will not die. You get a chance for chaos boons. Yeah, it's, it's all right. That's nice. Okay, so what about the formations? The formations are uh, hit, or, hit or miss, really. Yeah. It, uh, um, would, okay, do you get value from them? I mean, are, are they, do they significantly make your army better? Some of them. If you're thinking about bringing Abaddon, mm-hmm. if you're willing to put in the point value for that. What is he, 260 uh, he's base? Two six, he's 265, I think. Base? Oh, wow. He's expensive. Base. Uh, he doesn't have any upgrades, so if you are really interested in bringing Abaddon, then... Yeah, there's a nice formation, Bringers of Despair, mm-hmm. which is him in a, which is him in a group of uh, Terminators. It gives it gives the Terminators um, weapon skill, ballistic skill five, and they can reroll lookouts for him. Pretty good. Yeah, makes your Terminators more killy, and makes the Abaddon's unit just that much more terrifying. The uh, other one that was pretty good was probably the Tormented, which is a Demon Prince and two squads of possessed, or two of the five squads. It gives the uh, possessed weapon skill and initiative five in rending. Um, however, if they're not locked in combat, that they take a leadership test, and if they fail it on a D six, they they move D six inches because they're having crazy spasms. Right, so they don't get to move their full. But they don't have to do that if they're within eighteen inches of the demon prince. Okay. And since they're everyone has veterans of the long war, you probably won't have to worry about. Even if you are out of range, because you have plus one leadership due to the veterans, uh, you probably don't have to worry about that. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, also, everyone has to take... Okay, this okay, this is sort of transition to the stuff I don't like. You have to take Veterans of the Long War, which I was like, okay, but it doesn't make it free. Black, if you're part of Black Legion, it doesn't make it free. Oh, you, 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 have, to, you have to pay for it. No you have to what. pay for it. How much is Veterans of the Long it's War? It's like... Depends on the... Like uh, every, it, can be, every, it can be based on points. It can be based on the um, squad. Right. But it's just, it's, why though? So every unit is forced to take it if they're Black Legion now. Yeah, it just doesn't, it just doesn't, um, it just adds points on. It doesn't really give any, 
Well, it's consistent. It, 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 <laughs> it's consistent with GW's <laughs> just hatred. Taxing chaos yeah. space marines and Spa- giving them additional points. Seriously, space marines get like chapter tactics and we get paid chapter tactics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chosen or troops instead of elites for those who, you know. Want chosen. Who want chosen. And want to spend more on basic troop choices. Ah. Uh, <laughs> It's, yeah. it's, yeah. So I'm getting you, I get the feeling you're disappointed. I am majorly disappointed. Yeah. yeah. In it, comparison it, to angels of death, this is, yeah. no, this is not, this is not the, this is not what chaos needed to, yeah. to become competitive or significantly better. Although I'll give them points for um, giving us missions. That's neat. I would yeah. get our own ultra of war missions. Yeah. That's cool. Those are cool. Those are fine. Um, the book is significantly thinner than the, the, yeah, the, than the Angels of Death book, too. It's, it's like sig- half the size, almost. We don't get our own psychic Same powers. Price. Yeah. And we don't <laughs> get our... true. You don't get any additional psychic powers. We don't get our own psychic powers. Uh, we don't get nearly as many uh, choice in terms of, like, artifacts and whatnot. And, yeah, just, it's... Yeah, it doesn't... Since it doesn't... Um, none of the formations are really able to lift up any of the problems mm-hmm. that the chaos space brain book inherently has. Mm-hmm. So really this, if you really want it, sure. But it's like, you you can really go without this. Okay. If you're a chaos space brain player, you can really go without this. Uh, the artwork looks, it looks cool inside, but the, I got to tell you the cover, the Marine on the front, it looks like a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a yeah. cockroach. Cockroach. So, um, kind of disappointing, huh? On a one to ten, I I'll give uh, Angels of Death a nine. Oh yeah, right, nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was just so cool. Yeah, and so uh, what do you give Black Legion? Ah, uh, God, kills me to do this. Probably uh, like uh, maybe five to four. It's oh really? That it's bad. it's because uh, it just it, it adds so little value. It adds yeah. so little value. There's none of the four. I mean, like two of the formations are good even though they're expensive. Uh, the artifact, they, it has like two formations, some artifacts, missions, and fluff. Those yeah. are good things. Yeah. But other than that, it doesn't add it. it does, it, it's, it's spent money for not adding a lot of um, competitiveness or value to your Chaos Space Rainforce. Well, uh, uh, sorry. Sorry, it's so disappointing. Eh, what can you do? We didn't get our hands on the Crimson Slaughter no. uh a codex because we don't play Crimson Slaughter. We so don't, I don't, we know, don't know. know. It could be the best book ever. We have no idea. Yeah, it could be way or, better. Or it could be consistent with Black It could Legion. be consistent <laughs> with Black Legion. <laughs> and not be all that great. Considering uh, yeah. Warhammer, considering a GW. Okay, well, well, if you're a Chaos player, do you think you have to get this book? No, no. You, you don't? really don't have to get this. You really don't have to get this book. Stick with Corn Demonkin? Uh, Wait for a new Chaos if you Space want, Marines? If you want to, yeah, if you want to play Chaos Space Marines, always just stick with Corn Demonkin. Yeah, wait for the new, yeah, wait for the eventual Chaos Space Marines 7th It'll edition. It'll get here someday. It's someday. All right. Someday. A couple of things that were released. Uh, one was the uh, sort of a, a Index Apocrypha, which is uh, 30 years of Space Marines, like had articles from GW and other sources uh, for the last from the last three years, so yeah. it was really a walk down memory lane. It's a hardback yeah. book that's kind of a dead sort of uh, released as a special release uh, yeah. to commemorate the 30th anniversary of oh. Space Marines. Yeah, right. 
Uh, I got a chance to quickly glance through it. Somebody was buying one over at uh, Aero Hobbies, Neat. and I just you know yeah. glanced through it. It looked cool, right. but since I don't feel like I have a legacy with GW, like yeah. you and I have been playing for a little over two years, so we don't. So we don't. We don't. We don't walk down that memory lane, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because we we haven't been there in the old Rogue, Rogue Trader days, or you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth edition yeah. of uh, GW's games. Um, we're just kind of new we started playing at the end of six just as seventh was about to launch yeah and so and so our perspective comes from you know from basically just, all the modern versions of warhammer yeah. but if it looked cool if you if you grew up with um you know warhammer yeah i'm sure it'll be it was a, it was a neat experience yeah it was cool collector's item the other collector's item of course was the individual space marine that came out to celebrate the 30th anniversary yeah Super cool model. Super cool model. He has awesome cool. He has, marine with an awesome gun. Oh yeah, he has super cool rules too. They gave him his own rules, right? He has this. He has um, his own rules. He, I mean, he's a standard space marine stats, but he's got this cool gun that I think is an 18 inch as opposed to 24. He, he, it works as like a combi combi machine, like a combi uh, rifle of some kind. Yeah. He's got standard bolt, you know, loadout, but then you can also have the disintegrator gun. Yeah. Um, profile, and I think that's at 18 inches. I don't know if it's a D weapon, but it's something ridiculous at 18 inches that, you know, made it kind of awesome. You know, the model is amazing and I'd love to, you know, jump in on the bandwagon and collect this rare collector's edition, which is only being offered this weekend um, at GW stores and a few local retailers. And if you don't get it, it's going to be gone. I held one in my hands and I just couldn't, I couldn't justify paying 30 bucks for one Space Marine. Yeah. Even with super cool rules and even as a quote unquote collector's item. Yeah. Just, I just something about the fact that it was know, 30 bucks for a space rain. Yeah. 30 bucks for a space rain. Now I, I can sometimes justify paying, you know, $26 or something for a special like character and pen and character or in a character slash reward or whatever. Yeah. Like something like that. Yeah. Like the librarian, like I saw the like librarian, I'm oh, sorry, the, uh, Blood Angels Chaplain. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh. I, I had to have that. Yeah, because that looks awesome. Yeah, so this one didn't quite tip the scale for me. Yeah. So I, I decided not to get it. So, But yeah, a lot of people, I think I've been hearing like a whole bunch of people saying, 30 bucks, that's crazy, I'm not going to get that. And yeah. then there's this little group of contrarians that are like, it looks awesome, I don't care. Take All my right. money, GW, just take my money. <laughs> All right. So anyway. Yeah. All right. So we got a chance to, even though we just got the books literally two days ago, we decided to play one of the missions from the Black Legion uh, Codex Supplement. Mm -hmm. So we will describe that in our battle report when we return. Yo, dog, Kenny Boucher here from The Long War. You are listening to the Eye of Terror. Okay, we're back. All right, so we uh, we played one of the missions from uh, Codex Black Legion just to try it out, yep. uh, and it meant that Alec, you played the Black Legion, and um, the mission specified that your opponent needed to play Blood Angels, which yep. is right up my alley. There we go. That's right. So yeah. you were a little, um, I would say, anxious about playing. Uh, Black Legion, even though you had this brand new shiny codex in your hand. Oh, yeah, because as well. 
I read the rules. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you were a little, you were thinking that you were going to be a little handicapped by playing yeah. Black Legion, right? Uh, yeah, and this, well, to the same extent that I would be handicapped by playing Chaos Space Marines at this point. Okay, all right, but you know, yeah, Blood Angels are kind of not. No, that they're the, not optimal right now in yeah. terms of the meta and competitiveness. So it's kind of kind of balances itself out a little bit. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. All right. So why don't we describe the mission? Uh, talk about the mission. Okay. So the mission was uh, spilling the blood of angels. Okay. Fittingly enough, it specified that I needed to have Abaddon to the spoiler as my warlord. Mm-hmm. Uh, specified he had a blood angels as a primary detachment. Now the uh, set of the the way you earn points is interesting. There are no objectives. Basically, the Black Legion's player has to um, get his units across the Blood Angels player's table edge. He can voluntarily leave the the table via getting to the, like, crossing the edge. Mm-hmm. So when he does that, he earns a victory point for every Black Legion unit that was able to, that would be able to fall back. That would, that would get off the table. Yeah, that would get off the table. Yeah. And he would earn, and you would earn three if Abaddon gets around. In addition, the uh, Black Legion player earns a victory point for every for every time that his uh, unit, Abaddon or his unit, de- completely destroys an enemy unit. Okay. And the way the Blood Angels got points was killing Black Legionnaires or Black yeah Black Legion units. Uh, there was a regular secondary objective: slay the Warlord, First Blood, Linebreaker, Night Fighting Reserves. The usual stuff. Uh, usual yeah. stuff. Only unique thing was um, this. Is, oh, and this is just a weird little note. For some reason, it specifies that Abaddon has the rage special rule, despite him already having rage because he has Mark of Chaos Ascendant. Oh, interesting. So, which gives him rage and counterattack. So, GW. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Did that- Someone didn't so- read. The rules. <laughs> Someone made up rules without reading the rules? That's yeah. impossible. GW would never do that. <laughs> Though they can re-rule failed charge rules. So I guess that's neat. That's neat. That's, that's, neat. that's okay. neat. That's neat. All right. So talk about uh, what's the army you took? Okay. So I took a uh, kind of mental list. It was sort of based around the um, one of the formations. I believe it was Chosen of Abaddon or something. It allowed me to take like... Um, one to four chaos Sword slash sorcerers in a combination. So I took, um, I took Abaddon. Mm-hmm. I had to take Abaddon. I took him with a Terminator squad, which included, um, all power fit or not all power fist sergeant had a power sword and they all, and they didn't have any marks. Uh, they were just regular beyond that. Oh no, the one of them had a heavy flamer. I remember that didn't come into play though. So I also brought in a chaos Lord with. Blight Grenades, Mark of Nurgle, Melt Bombs, Palankin of Nurgle, Plasma Pistol, Sigil of Corruption, the new Spine Chipper Blade. Yep. And, of course, he had to take Veterans of Long War. Uh, he would, yeah, for 205 points, he was, uh, well, you'll see later. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happened with him. Yeah. Uh, I also took two Sorcerers, uh, both Mastery Level 2, Mark of Zinch, Sigil of Corruption, Spell Familiars, both of them. Veterans of the Long War. They're both equipped exactly the same. And I had to have um, escorts for each of these um, beyond Abaddon. I had a, I had, they'd required me to have escorts. So I had a, three squads of Chosen running around. And that was your army? Yeah, that, uh, three squads of Chosen all decked out with one. Okay, 
I decided to go a little weird because I figured, eh, why not? I thought it'd be fun to be a little unusual. So they all had different, um, they all had different, each squad had their own different mark. One had a mark of Nurgle that accompanied the Nurgle Ward. One had a mark of Corn accompanying the Zinch guy, Weird. accompanying one of the sorcerers. Yeah. And a Slanesh one accompanying the other sorcerer. They all, all had lightning claws. They all had flamers. And they yeah. all had a power fist. Okay, so uh, the whole... And they're all in Rhinos. They're all in Rhinos. Okay, and then you took a Land Raider. And I took a Land Raider. and the Terminators. For Abaddon and the Terminators. All right, and so that you, was my entire list. So you, Hyper Elite. You had four tanks. You had three Rhinos, one Land Raider. Yep. Right? And then you had Abaddon and the Terminators and the Land Raider. Yep. And you had uh, two of the Sorcerers and, and their Chosen One escorts in the, the Rhinos. Yep. And then you had the, the Chaos Lord with his Chosen in the final Rhino. Yep. Okay. All right. So hyper elite expensive units. <laughs> all you need to do is get across the board. That's all I needed. All right. So I took Blood Angels. Um, I had a captain in Artificer Armor, Jump Pack. He had the um, special weapon, the Valor's Edge, which is an AP2 sword. Yep. So he can strike at initiative. Uh, I also took a Sanguinary Priest with a Jump Pack. He took the uh, Poison. No, 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 no. Sorry. Um, he took the Slayer's Wrath, which is a bolt gun. Or some sort of bolter that uh, has poison uh, mm-hmm. rounds. Uh, they wound on a two plus. Uh, for my elites, I took a death company dreadnought with a melted gun and heavy flamer, equipped it with the blood talons, and then I took the sanguinary guard squad. And one of them had a power fist. The others had combinations of power swords and power axes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a van- the vanguard veteran squad. They've been recently painting. This is their first. There's the debut on the battlefield. Yes. Uh, yes. Three of them had plasma pistols. I had two power swords. I had two sets of lightning claws and one for uh, sorry, one uh, power axe. They love to live dangerously. Yes, they do. <laughs> well, had plasma. Uh, for my troop choices, I took a squad of scouts with sniper rifles and camel cloaks, and then attack squad with a plasma cannon. Mm. Yeah, I never take a plasma cannon. So yeah, you don't. I know. Usually. I took it this time. I wanted to try some, some different units. Uh, my fast attack, I took a, a giant uh, assault squad with the actual 10 assault marines, mm-hmm. uh, two flamers, and then yep. the sergeant had two hand flamers. So there was a lot of flame on that table. Yes. Uh, with, when those guys showed up. Uh, I took an extra drop pod. Uh, my heavy support was Devastator, Devastator Squad with uh, two last cannons and two uh, missile launchers. Uh, I took the Sakarin battle tank, and I gave it the uh, last cannon... Uh, sponsons mm-hmm. and then finally i took the vindicator a vindicator uh with the storm bolter upgrade uh and then my final thing that i took was a collectus assassin because i knew yes. you were going to have psychers and sorcerers in your army i thought i'd give that guy a whirl which i i think i've only taken him a couple times all right so yeah. uh i got to choose table sides i won that role and yeah. then and then the rules require that i deploy first and that I go first. Unless I seized. And I, of course, did not seize. Right? So I you got went first. first. All right. So what happened? Okay. But first, I should tell you, I also got like, okay, got a bunch of chaos boons that whiffed. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Your chaos boons were nothing. Like nothing only good. like one got, guy got feel no pain. Yeah. And he didn't make much of a difference. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So turn one. matter hand. Turn, turn one. one. Was pretty much just me running up the table. And then dealing a dealing a uh, wound with snapshots on your Sakaran. That was it. 
That was it. You, all the rhinos moved 12 inches. Your uh, land raider moved up 12 inches, snapshot, and then took a wound off him or a whole point off my Sakaran. And that was it. Yep. All right. My my turn one. Um, I <laughs> brought in one of my draw pods. Yep. And my collectors casually strolled on out. Now, this turned out to be key because the drop pod positioned itself. Even though it's scattered, it still positioned itself in a way that was blocking any kind of access that Alec had. Alec was driving his uh, Land Raider with Abaddon right up the middle of the field in between two buildings. And the drop pod landed in between the two buildings and pretty much uh, created a choke point that the Land Raider can't get through it's it just it just narrowed uh it way too much so yeah. now you're just kind of stuck because now the drop pod just blocked blocked the road yeah right the collexus strolls out and i made the mistake of bringing up the collexus next to the chaos lord as opposed to one of the sorcerers mm-hmm. <laughs> i forgot <laughs> which rhinos your sorcerers were in and i of course <laughs> i had i had a three had 33 chance of being wrong and so of course i was wrong and so he comes out and um Steps out in front of the Chaos Lord. Yep. Uh, that turn, I ended up uh, killing the Rhino that housed your Chaos Lord. And I think yeah. uh, killing a, uh, three Chosen. You killed, yeah, you killed three. No, you killed four Chosen. Four Chosen in that round. Just with uh, a lot of fire from the Sakaran. Yeah, a lot um, of fire from. Yeah, and the Vindicator and everything else. Yep. Yeah, so that was that was my turn. So I killed the Rhino. And um, uh, more, more importantly, I, I blocked your Land Raider with a drop pod. And then you proceeded to back up from the Chaos Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. My collection is like slowly started like, backing up. Okay. Like, this is not the fight I wanted. <laughs> bring, bring me a Psyker, please. I am not geared towards this. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so turn two rolls around. And I charge the... Um, I advance again with everything that can still advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abaddon and his crew hop out to try to take care of the roadblock. Yep. And the Chaos Ward advances and charges the um, the Selexus Assassin, Colexus or whatever. Abaddon murders the uh, <laughs> poor drop pod before his other Terminators can do anything. And since this thing is his town of Horus is AP3, it does nothing. <laughs> so the drop. So basically, you kill the drop pod. I killed the drop and pod. It turned but into a, an immobile wreck. So just there. So you basically cemented. Yeah. The so roadblock. Yeah, just there. <laughs> I should have attacked. I should have attacked. I should have just not attacked. I should have gone with the freaking power fist. If I'd done that, I could have blown it up. Yeah, but you didn't uh, blow it up. Chaos Lord charges the Colossus assassin, and he reduces. And he's like crazy. He has like he reduces your um. What your weapon skill and ballistic skill? The Colexus has the ability to. He has something called the Ethereum, yeah. which means that any kind of uh, shots or attacks are done at ballistic skill and weapon skill one. Yeah. So, even with his demon weapon, the Chaos Sword had some trouble dealing with it. At the same time, however, the Colexus Assassin could only punch the Chaos Sword. Yeah, Colexus, and that wasn't that horribly effective against power armor. Yeah, it was just a standard strength four attack. So it wasn't really doing very much. So against. they so just they, stayed they, in a challenge and just sort of just uh, were just whiffing on each other. Yeah, so nothing nothing happened in that in that assault. So far. Yeah. Turn 2 for me, I did did not bring in my other drop pod. It didn't come in out of reserve with uh with the uh dreadnought. Yeah. And I also my veterans did not come in. Yeah. My sanguinary guard came in. Yes. And my assault marines tried to come in. And then they landed on a rhino. They landed on an enemy rhino. Yeah. And so um, they they mishapped. 
And so they went back into ongoing reserve. Yep. The Sanguinary Guard uh, landed in between one of your rhinos um, and your Chaos Lord. The rhino with one of the sorcerers and your Chaos Lord. They yep. wanted to have an option to basically attack one or one or the other. Yeah. Right? They um, they pumped some shots into your Terminators with Abaddon and ended up killing one of the Terminators with their Angelus bolt guns. Yes, they did. Right? Then uh, I shot pretty much everything else at the Terminators with, with Abaddon in it. Um, the Sakaran, the Devastators, and the Vindicator all shot. There's a lot of fire coming into it. And I think I ended up reducing... All but Abaddon. All but Ab I killed all the Terminators. Um, and the only thing that was left was Abaddon. Yeah, so that was a when the Calexus and the Chaos Lord continued to fight, and I don't think anything happened. You may have taken a wound off the Calexus. I think um, you did take a wound off the Calexus. No, I, uh, I, no, I took a wound off first round. I then got a wound on me. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so... Yeah, that was it. My turn rolls around. I get across one of the rhinos containing the sorcerers and the chosen. So that's three units right there. Yeah, the so rhino, the sorcerer, and the chosen all get, get you one victory point. So they're they're off the table edge. That off gets you three ones. victory points. And then my uh, there was a building blocking my other rhino. So chaos or my chaos Lord and the chosen retine proceed to disembark and sprint towards the table edge not getting quite there <laughs> they needed a five or six in order to get go to run off, off to run off the table edge and they got a four four yep so, that, so they're just right at the table right at the table edge right at the table edge surrounded by blood angels with bolters and yeah. and my devastators nearby abaddon so. afraid of getting shot proceeds to join the combat with the collexus assassin yeah, so and, he, he joins the, the combat. Um, and it would just so happen yeah. <laughs> that on that very turn is when the Chaos Horde happens to kill the Colexus <laughs> Assassin with two, but because he failed, uh, the Colexus Assassin failed two of his uh of in, his in own saves. Bone saves yeah yeah so his that means so that means uh abaddon the chaos lord and the one remaining chosen are now not in combat not in combat and i'm able to basically shoot everything at them yep so my turn rolls around this time my drop pod with the um dreadnought comes in i had a uh a death company dreadnought it came in right behind your land raider yep. your land raider had been stuck yep right it started backing up for the sake of getting clear shots and then possibly making a circuitous route mm -hmm. to eventually get off the table. Yep. But um, I put my drop pod kind of behind it. Uh, the drop pod drifted just a little bit, but the dreadnought came up right behind the land raider mm -hmm. and um, shot at it with its melted gun, but missed. Yep, whiffed. Whiffed, totally whiffed. Um, everything else shot at Abaddon and yes. ended up killing Abaddon with... Um, Basically, just wait a fire. Wait a fire, yeah. Yeah, that's everything else is shot at it. So, so Abaddon died ignominiously. Something, yep. whatever that word is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> shot. I think it was a bolt pistol from the uh, um, assault squad. Important to note, though, nothing shot at the sort. Or actually, no, only two squads shot at the sorcerer and his retinue. Oh yeah, so yeah, the the sorcerer that was trying to run off the table. Yeah, was um, shot at by scouts. He was shot at by. I shot at with snipers. Yeah. I shot at it with. Uh, Bolt, bolt, basically tack marines yep. in uh, rapid fire range, and I shot it with devastators, and I didn't kill all of them. You killed two, two. of them of the five. I killed two of them. Yeah. yeah, actually, no. You only killed. Sorry, you only killed. Uh, 
you only killed one because no, no, you did kill two. Yeah, I killed two of them. You killed two of them. You yeah. killed two of them. So no, I, I didn't kill enough. So mm. so they were able to run off in your in your following turn. Yep. Yeah. So that was bad. I was very happy about killing Abaddon. Um, yep. Right. But um, but still, at this point, I think you were winning the game because you now were able to have all these units off the table. Yeah. Yeah. So you were winning the game. And so then um, we went into turn four. So what happened in turn four? Turn four is when things start getting real crazy. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Turn four is when things get real crazy because Chaos Horde then proceeds to, um, your, oh yeah, your, a bunch of your units came in right in front of my face. That's right. Oh, that's right. In my turn three, um, basically my uh, assault Marines and uh, my combat veterans just materialized right in front of your chaos lord and his one remaining chosen so suddenly he was faced with with 10 assault marines five uh, uh vanguard veterans the captain the sanguinary priest five sanguinary guard like this whole giant crowd of yeah. angry blood angels are like, like surrounding <laughs> your chaos lord and the one chosen if if he was phased he didn't show he it. He didn't. He he did nothing to demonstrate his yeah. him being phased. Because what happened? Because he charges his one remaining chosen dies in Overwatch. Yep. And he starts wrecking house. Yeah, that so stupid demon weapon of that, yours. That stupid demon weapon, as you so put. I charge the um. I charge your assault people because I figure they're closest. I kill like three, four. I kill four with like a first swipe. Yeah. Yeah, I think you described it like that scene of uh, yeah, like when Sauron, uh, Sauron <laughs> just waving that waving, giant, yeah, that, that giant, giant mace and just <laughs> did you just see bodies flying, flying everywhere? everywhere. Yeah, and that was pretty much the scene there with the Chaos Lord, the Chaos Lord, and they, he was not, he wasn't even touched, man, because he um, let's see, I gave him the Palakin of Nurgle, so he had a uh, plus two wounds. Yeah, and he had uh, toughness five. Yeah, toughness five. Yeah, so he was just. No, no one was doing anything to him. Yeah, so he was he was pretty tough. So, we well, did, yeah, and with preferred and yeah, since his veterans the long war, preferred enemy space marines just sort of clinched yeah. his his deadliness. Uh, luckily, I had a lot of bodies, but you did. But you were also getting rid of a lot of bodies. With yeah, every, with every turn, I don't think I did any damage to him that turn. Yeah, you didn't do any damage. Then you chart. Yeah, yeah. So then we got to turn turn yeah. my turn four. Um, which which meant that my combat veterans came in, or um, they already no they had already come in. They had already oh that's right they had already come in. He he'd been reduced a bit because of plasma. Is that right? No, he was reduced to a bit. He was reduced by one wound due to the Galaxis assassin. Oh okay, he got a good punch in. Yeah, <laughs> before he got killed. Um, so yeah, so my combat veterans came in, my sanguinary guard came in, and uh, my assault marines were still in in combat. In the meantime, my uh, Devastators uh, killed the uh, remaining Rhino. Yep. Right, so that gave me a victory point. My uh, my my Dreadnought ended up uh, using its Blood Talons to basically kill off the uh, Land Raider. Yep. Land Raider had been getting wounded by the Vindicator, and, and one of the Melted Guns actually had, had done some damage to it. But the Land Raider blew up, and um, yeah. that was the end of that. Only the Chaos Lord so soldiered only, yeah, on. The only one remaining unit you had was the Chaos Lord. And the Chaos Lord basically was pretty much wrecking house. Yeah, your uh then your Vanguard veterans uh charged him. Yeah. But your sanguinary guard didn't work in range. Uh that's right. They they failed the charge. So they, they, they couldn't come in. So No no they no, they charged the they charged a rhino. 
I remember that. They had charged the rhino. That's right. They killed. They finished off the rhino. Yeah, they finished off the rhino. So, right. so that combat continues, and immediately, as soon as the vanguard vets, as soon as the vanguard vets show up, yeah, I immediately kill four or five of them. You kill. You kill four of them with one swipe. Yeah, four of them with yeah, four of them with one swipe. Right. With uh, because of my plus one initiative, they didn't get a chance to hit me. The combination of the assault marines um, and the remaining combat vets with uh, the captain and the sanguinary priest um, ended up reducing you down to one wound. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then in that same turn, you killed. No, no wait, no. It uh, subsequent. It was a subsequent. Subsequent. Subsequent turn. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So in, in subsequent turn. In turn five, you I ended up killed. A, I only. A, you killed one character. I, I mean, only, you killed one one dude. I only killed one guy. I only killed one guy. Who happened to be a sergeant. Sergeant rolled on my chaos boon table and the dark gods blessed me <laughs> because <laughs> I suddenly decided I suddenly turned into a demon prince yeah that was this was one of those cinematic moments yeah that the the chaos lord is down to one wound he's surrounded by enemies yeah and because he kills somebody he you is blessed, blessed by the chaos lord <laughs> and turns into this giant demon prince with four wounds four wounds fully restored Fully restored. Now that uh, was going to be, I mean, you probably would have died in that run of combat if that hadn't happened. Yeah. But it happened. And so now you had a full strength demon prince who had shrouded. So you moved him into a rock formation. I would, so so in order they to gave get... him a three up cover save. Yeah. And he had a three up armor save, right? Yes, he did. So my turn comes around and you shoot everything. I, I shoot everything, everything at the demon prince. And I'm only able to take off two wounds. Yep. Only able to take off two. Yeah. And then you charge. I charged in with, with the sanguinary guard, yep. right? And the uh and the uh the assault marines. And the assault marines, right? And um it turns out that uh Hammer of Wrath happened to deal a wound yeah. successfully. Right. Shockingly so you enough. Were down to one wound left. No, no one would expect that one. Got so four then the, sixes. So, so then the demon prince he targets the, the uh, sanguinary. Yes, the uh, sanguinary. No, he targets the sanguinary guard. Oh, yeah, that's right. He targets sanguinary guard. And another another swipe, four go down. <laughs> Kills four sanguinary guards. One of which was a power fist. That's right. And then uh, and then it was a blood angel's turn to um, fight back. And it was the lonely assault marines that were able to get the job done. Yeah, they finally. took down the final wound from the demon prince. And that ended the game. The Demon Prince was the last remaining unit you had on the table. So we ended up counting um, victory points, and you ended up scoring seven. Yeah. And I scored nine or ten. Nine, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like nine or ten. Um, I, I ended up winning because um, uh, basically I just kept killing units. Yeah, you kept killing units, and I couldn't. If you, if that... uh. If that drop pod hadn't gone, um, for if that drop pod had landed somewhere else, I would have won. Yeah, because I I had really nothing to that stop. could stop the land raider. Yeah. The land raider just would have kept going twelve inches, and and it would know, have just and it would have just gone off the table edge, and then yeah. you would have got a ton of points because it was the it was the uh, the transport for Abaddon. Yep. But um, I mean, it was a fun game. Yeah, it was fun. Game. It was a fun game, and it had that moment when you turn into a demon prince. That was just that awesome. Was, that was great because it was it was crazy that that suddenly happened that, i thought you were dead and then you suddenly you weren't <laughs> yeah that chaos sword oh man that was that guy's great so how I'm many points that chaos lord ended up two uh, he's 200 uh, he was 205 points in total yeah he killed about uh i did the math around 
four like no four, like 530 590 something worth of points worth yeah. of blood angels just bodies everywhere just bodies because of all yeah he, he single-handedly he, pretty much like he, like he wiped out almost like what a kill half my army or something yeah something something yeah. like a, a third yeah i'm very impressed i was unimpressed by abaddon who just who just died would, like a dog because he was because he <laughs> couldn't do anything because he was just he, he is the only thing he's good at is, is combat is combat when yeah. he gets into combat you cower in fear other than that just keep shooting him and shooting him and shooting him right right but that chaos lord turned out to be uh, a beast oh yeah, yeah he was just he was vicious <laughs> all right so who would you say was the unit of the game for you do you need to ask well, it was the chaos lord yeah, yeah of course it was, it was lord. of course it was the chaos lord oh it was beautiful yeah it's beautiful hmm. um for me it was the vindicator the vindicator really? helped, yeah well the vindicator pretty much eradicated um, just like units would disappear because it's AP, you know, it's strength 10, AP yeah. 2 or, you know, blast. Yeah. So it ended up doing a ton of damage. It it wounded your land raider. It wounded your terminators. It made a whole bunch of chosen disappear. It just ended up killing a lot of stuff and nothing really sort of, you know, touched it. So Karen normally does incredibly well. This time just had a lot of bad rolls, ended up doing not that much. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, my assault marines were awesome because even though they a lot of them died, they ended up killing um, both Abaddon and the Chaos Lord. It was a bull pistol. Yeah, bull pistol. Bull pistol on the assault marine. Overwhelming killed, firepower. That killed the uh, Abaddon. Yeah. So they're much stronger in a unit of 10 than they are in a unit of five. I mean, they just, they just, they make yeah. a huge difference. They're much more harder to kill. And they, turns out that all that extra ammo and firepower pays off. All right. Yeah, so so it was good. So it was a good game. I yeah. enjoyed it. It I was over it. really. It was over pretty fast. Normally, our games last like many many hours. And this one was over quickly. I think probably because you had taken um, such elite units. Yeah. That um, you didn't have that many units on the table. Yeah, I didn't have any. Then the ones that I, half of which uh, the ones that I did have half of which suddenly just ran off the table. So yeah, and that was the whole point of the game. Was, that was the whole point of the game. Run them off the table. Would you do have done anything? Uh, totally different yeah i might have um i probably i probably would have reconsidered the um chosen of abaddon reformation probably would have reconsidered that although the nerd award was great fun i probably could have gotten him from another formation and the sorcerers didn't do anything so yeah the sorcerers did nothing as as did the collexus you know he took a wound off the chaos lord but he took a wound but other than that Right, so yeah, they kind of literally nullified each other. Sorcerers just earned just earned me points. Yeah, sorcerers were there just to earn me points. I need to look more into Nurgle. He oh keeps because all all his every time every time the uh, I use someone from any sort of Nurgle rule, they always do they always do pretty nicely. Toughness five is hard to get around. Toughness five is and, yeah, and that demon prince that was a Nurgle demon prince had shrouded. Um, yeah, so all the stupid flies and stench coming off of them, which is say which <laughs> saved the demon prince for like a lot for like the round of shooting. Yeah, because then it just had its three up no matter what. So I need to I need to look into yeah I need really need to look more in Nurgle because he seems to generally prove himself as a uh, as a worthy god, oh, a caring god. Yes, a worthy god. He's Papa Nurgle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On that uh, on that happy note of, mm-hmm. of love and compassion from one of the chaos gods, we're going to bid you adieu. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been episode 17. If you want to send us a note, 
please reach out to us via our email address, the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook where we're posting pictures. We're going to post pictures of this battle report. Uh, and more of you, I see are, are going there and saying hi and visiting us there. So mm-hmm. thank you very much. And with that, I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon. Bye.